You're listening to an emergency news-breaking episode of Adam Air MD GED. Hold on. Underground cartoon therapy. Dude. What's up, dudes? Let me whip this out real fast. All right. What the fuck's going on? Hey, you know what, man? This is a fucked up episode, but uh, we are going to talk spiritually. Why spies like us? Well, Chewie comes back after a long hiatus of a bunch of uh, hospitalizations and crap like that, you know, and we're not exploiting them. But uh, he did get his old job back, which was a good thing. He's got a boss at a bar in Salt Lake City that hired him back. And we're currently trying to get him enrolled on SSDI. Meanwhile, while he was at the bar, Fox 13 News decided to come in to the bar and harass Chewie, uh, who's basically a veteran gutter punk like me. And what the fuck do they want to harass him about? You're going to be shocked today. And I don't like exposing the fact that there might be fucking bullshit elements inside the Sounds of Freedom thing. My my theory, I'll bring it up on a show, is that Sounds of Theory is a cover-up, or Sounds of Freedom is a cover-up for a human trafficking circuit led by Trump who created QAnon, and who doesn't come up on the new fucking Epstein list, which just got released fucking less than a week ago now. Congratulations, conspiracy theorists. You're now conspiracy realists. Because every name that Isaac Cappy and everybody else dropped, including Seth Green, Spielberg, Tom Hanks, uh... Fucking, uh, what's his fuck, man? Stephen Hawking was on the fucking list, dude. Holy shit. Mel Gibson, who made the fucking Sounds of Freedom movie, guess who's, guess whose airplane charter got released in the fucking, his name did, definitely. Nope. They're just, uh, the exposure is good. They're gonna expose the problem because they can't hide it anymore. 
and to make themselves look good while they're going after it. We're going to talk about 85,000 kids. We're going, to talk, we're going to talk about how the Underground Railroad that helps out children is a real organization. But how Tim Ballard's a poser fuck. And you know he is hanging out with Trump. And I'm sick of Trump supporters, man. He didn't do shit about investigating 5,600 cases of pedophilism coming off the fucking desktops of the Pentagon, did he? Oh, yeah. He's too worried give, about fucking, like, pretending he's there for good people. Don't get mad at these good people, dude. They just want a good outcome. And they believe Trump's bullshit. And, you know, they're going to find out the hard way. It's fucked up. Playing spy games. Let the fucks, let's get to it, man, with Chewie. Let's fucking go. We'll be right back, motherfucker. Have you heard? Good. Everyone in Pennington is talking about it. Something smells like weed in that back part of the library. No one has located the source of the weed smell, but witnesses say that it seems to come from that area of the library behind the computer desk between the magazine rack and that weird couch. Head librarian Cookie Stevens and library volunteers Margaret Moser and Gail Fredericks were in the middle of discussing the upcoming used book saleaganza when they <laughs> strange. So, but I just smelled in. marijuana somewhere. Yeah. We're like shocked. Yeah. And so Doug goes, do you smell it? Well, I thought it was my linguist and I left it to my Something funny, like it was on fire. We thought it was cookies laying cozy on fire. And I couldn't believe it was drugs in the library. Gail knew what it was. I guessed. (laughs) Smelled like a chooch and chong or something. Without any way to confirm that the smell was indeed weed, Cookie Stevens called her husband, Sheriff Stevens, who called in local ceramics teacher Dutch Gibbs, who lived in Seattle for a few months in the 70s. Yeah, that's weed. Sheriff Stevens has begun compiling a list of potential suspects, including that boy Lance who has girl hair and hangs out down by the court. Mike Tomke, who was spotted this evening really going to town on some potato skins at Steaky Jake's Steakhouse, and Mr. Thompson. Luckily, one young reading enthusiast seemed unperturbed by the illicit smell. I, I hear a lot of people talking about it. I mean, I don't, I don't smell anything. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I don't smell anything. I, I really, really, really love the library. The weed smell comes on the heels of last month's discovery of a gigantic pair of women's underpants in the children's fiction section. According to Stevens, that case remains open as well. Well, too bad it wasn't meth. It just could have had you come down and sniff it out, huh, Kathy? Eat shit, Randall. I'm in recovery. We now return, dude. Smoke it the fuck up. And enjoy. So what happened? Tell me about. Tell me what's going on. What's up, Chewy? Okay, so um, okay, it's like I'm not totally in on the whole Miller, but so this is a guess. It could be some. It's not facts because I don't know, so I can't like say I'm right or wrong, right? I remember you telling so, me this story, but go ahead and just tell me again, because yeah. So okay, so the there's an organization. O U R Operation Underground Railroad, right? Based out of here in Utah, um, and it's national. He, it's for human trafficking. Okay, and they go all over the country or all over the world and save human trafficking victims. 
this and that. So anyway, I, I didn't really hear about this. It's been it's nationwide now. I'm sure I, I said don't I don't have all the facts. Anyway, this guy that was basically running the main show, Randy Ballard, had been <coughs> going over to South America and doing these operations and for you know trafficking under you know undercover shit whatever. And he just started like it. It turned into this pretty much like there was this investigation on him, and that he was going over there and he was taking like other people from the organization, like he's taking women with him, pretending like they were married, trying to find people or whatever. And he was fucking doing all kinds of shady shit and telling these women that they had to like do certain things and this and that. He was being really fucking weird, I guess. So anyway, it just blew up and blew up within a fucking awesome. It involved our uh, attorney general out here. Um, the bucket Sean Reyes are for Utah for Salt Lake City. Okay, and like so, but the the moment here is back to the main the gist. Like I, you'd have to kind of look into a better, for more better information for the gist. So this Randy Ballard guy was part of the LDS Church, and they fucking straight excommunicated him after all the shit came out for what he was doing and saying he's been using the like funds doing all the shit. He's not fucking doing any kind of fucking. He's not no fucking Mother Teresa, let's put it that way. Yeah. He's not, he's not, you know what I mean? Like, he's not doing fucking what he's saying he's doing in these, these missions for trafficking. He's not doing shit for trafficking. He's, but the, he's the guy that the fucking movie Sounds of Silence is about. That's him. But he's not really, he's just the front man. He's not really doing nothing, huh? That's no, they wrote that, that movie Sounds of Silence. Is, yeah. Written about him. That, that, oh, I know that much, him. but what you're saying that right now is that. That's you're disqualifying his credibility on that, right? Right, right, and that's what's going on. And so, like, it's, it's like we see. I don't know. We probably see a lot more over here in Utah, like on the news. But, you know, you know. So he's a poser. He's basically a poser. Oh, uh, yeah, he, he's a total fraud. And they're they're busting down our attorney general. He's resigning, or the attorney general. See, I don't follow politics that much. Yeah, I, well, I, I only do for protection means, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I'm not political, but yeah, I believe he's our state attorney general, and he's resigning because he says he's just, you know, like he came out and says, I wasn't aware of this and that with, with Tim Ballard. It's Tim Ballard, not Randy Ballard. <laughs> cool, Randy Ballard was an old boss of mine a long time ago. So his name is Tim Ballard. Okay, yeah, Tim. Uh, yeah. But, so yeah, I kind um, of felt like it was full of shit when they were had they had Trump yeah. on the fourth episode of the of of it, you know, and I just feel like nope, the portal just exposed them as being yes. you know, part of the problem. No, definitely. And, I, that, and that's the whole thing. So I, all these people in Utah are now it's coming out there's more and more. They showed up at my at the club I work at, the bar I work at. They showed up and with pictures of him when it first came out, and they're like, "Have you seen this guy?" And they were giving so they you were the twenty. Out. Who was it, who was it questioning you about Tim Ballard? Uh, the Fox Thirteen News. Like they they sent two reporters out, and they didn't they didn't say who they were. They just were like, "Hey, like that." And they were like, "Look at you seen this guy." Look at that vigilante-looking hobo gutter punk-looking guy working bar back. Let's go ask him. He looks like he knows. Something. Yeah, yeah. It was like, can you see this guy? That, you know, it's all right. It's a gentleman's club, man. I, we don't have anybody. <laughs> uh, no, we Featuring the ashtray minor section. No. Yeah, you know, does he look familiar? Oh, no, yes. See him on the news. Oh, 
never mind. You know, but <laughs> no, but it, his hair looks about. his hair looks terrific. Yeah, his hair looks nice. <laughs> his hair looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> I get his I get his number to find his barber. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. So Tim Ballard's yeah, Tim Ballard's a phony. The yeah, Underground Railroad is is a is a false he's organization. Legit. Basically, it's a it's no it, no it's a, no it's that's the thing. ORU's a legit. It's a, a legit nonprofit organization. So how does he how how, how does he? Mike, all right. So how is he fake? How Chewy? How is he fake? Repping a real organization. How does that work? Okay, so he, okay, he he's whatever position he had in OUR. Yeah. Okay. And like I said, now, yeah, don't quite quote me because this could be incorrect. The way I'm learning shit. That's all so, right. Go ahead. Just lay it down. He, what you got? Yeah. Uh, okay. He he was whatever position he held. He was high rank in there. He was you know whatever he was in the organization, the Underground Railroad. Yeah. They were. They do do good. They the, OUR. It does go into. Get people out of trafficking, human trafficking of all ages, all sexes, all kinds of trafficking. So he went, well, he started going over and saying, oh, we're going and we're saving these people. We've saved, you know, 1,200 people and da da da. You know, we've gotten them out. And da, da, da. Well, meanwhile, he wasn't. He's taking the organization, he's using the name, basically, and was going over the country, taking these other women with him, saying, okay, you're going to be my wife. We're going undercover. This and that, you know, like kind of like spy game shit. That makes wow. sense. And so yeah, finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all busted out. He, it's so he's like cosplay, basically. The, he's just cosplaying. Yeah, it. He's using all the people's funds that are donating and helping this organization. You know, donating, community, whatever. How did that happen? I don't know. That's you know, that's where like I don't cause I don't follow that deep. It's like I see it on the news. Well, we're guy, we're going to tackle this. We're going to keep investigating into this. You and I is that cool? Yeah. And we'll yeah, keep we'll sure. keep yeah, we'll keep know, doing the shows. We'll keep doing these shows right here. We'll keep doing these ones yeah. on this topic. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah for sure. And I'll I'll start kind of keeping my eye and I'll pay a little more attention because over here we it's get a lot of different dude. information in another state. It is. It's way. And so, like I said, but now everybody's out there, man. Like the organizations that get the hell on. The, like I said, the, the attorney general was like, I did not know he was doing this. You know, and they go and they're investigating him because he's spending illiterate funds or illiterate <laughs> allocated funds for like all these trips. Like he went over to Africa to shoot some animals or something like that were being a uh, problem, you know, like turkeys in here. So, you, <laughs> you know, know, yeah. So, but so it, like, they're like, where's y'all? Everybody going, how come you guys are buddies? And so he's like, we're not friends. <laughs> no more. We, we're not friends any longer. It's, it's kind of weird, man. It does remind me that there are like more than like several different parties trying to take the uh, monopoly on the human trafficking thing. Trump having his right. party, yeah. Biden's got his yeah. party. Uh, you know, there's a couple of, and then like you got Blackstone and these like ran by the 150 assholes that run the joint. Yeah, and well, you know, you know it's weird. maybe y'all just kind of collaborate, maybe. You know, if you're all into the same fucking thing, so you're all on the same purpose, why don't you do it? Yeah. As one. Nope. I think they're cock blocking each I think it's it's the Ouroboros. Oh man. yeah. You know? Politics. Man. Well it's money. I, so not money. only that, but it's exposure and it's it's good on the on the on yeah, the one yeah. part that they're being exposed because that you know, what happened before two thousand seventeen, I've said it repeatedly on 
hundreds of shows, man. I've said that. No, everybody just kept saying Pizzagate was a fucking thing that was created by redneck hillbilly yeah. conspirators that wanted to raid a pizza parlor in fucking D.C. And we know now, obvi- ob- this is ex- <laughs> this is widespread corruption on the deepest levels to, of espionage. Because you fucking have, you have like all this, you know, I, I was watching the Total Truth podcast, not the Stammer. And the guy was like, uh, he had one of the worker kids that was delivering these, one of the 85,000 kids that are missing. He was in charge of these centers in Texas that would take these kids and he, he explains how they do it. Here's what I'm really trying to tell you guys about what I'm talking there with Chewy. I had to interrupt this part. It's uh, from uh, Redacted on YouTube. The title is, He's Exposing the Hidden U.S. Child Concentration Camps Used for Trafficking. And it's from a guy named Carlos, who was a former U.S. immigration contractor. Uh, he's a whistleblower on this. He basically tells you what the hell's going on here so give me a second i'll play it and before it starts just get an idea of how corrupted this is you know would you want this happening to you someone in your family gotta think about that shit hold on that's where it's headed so let's get back to the children in the facility we featured here, this former Walmart facility in Brownsville, Texas. You work there, correct? So my job was, I, I did work there, but my job was to take kids out of those facilities and hand, it, hand them off to sponsors across the country. Sponsors. So when you, can you walk me through that process? So you're an employee, you get a, what do you get, an email? Do you get a text message that says, Carlos, uh, on Tuesday, we need you to take these children to their sponsor family in Florida. And how did, how did that process unfold? Can you explain that? So, yes, we would get text messages. We would get phone calls at 7 p.m. at night, 6 p.m. at night saying, hey, we have a trip out tomorrow. Can you make the trip? I say yes. I get, and later on in the night, I get a report time for the following morning. You get a 5 a.m. report time, 4 a.m. It's always in the dark because they don't want us picking up these kids in the day where people can see us. And I would get a, for example, hey, 4 a.m. And I would not find out where I was going until the following day when I would show up to the charter bus. We would get information. phones given to us backpacks given to us and uh until we got to the shelter to the walmart shelters that you broke on your show we get files saying hey you're gonna head off to orlando florida you're gonna head off to los angeles you're gonna head off to nashville tennessee and you're dropping off six kids and and in those files you get a hard copy of an id of the sponsor who's waiting for you at the airport in baggage claim. So the handoff is always in baggage claim at these airports. So the hard copy of the ID is the person you want to wait for. 
and they're supposed to hand you this physical ID to you in person and you're not supposed to release the kit until you take a picture of the physical ID with the paper copy ID together on a government phone. And these children, are they, these are illegal immigrant children that are being kept there. They're, are the fa parents anywhere around at all? Fuck no. No, no, no parents, no. These are uh, unaccompanied minors. So all the kids you see in the Walmart shelters, uh, they're, no parents are here. No, no aunts and uncles are with them. They showed up to the border by themselves. So, and it's with crazy coyotes, because... With, with coyotes bringing them across, they're, right? Yeah, correct. Because sometimes I would run into kids who tell me, a coyote told me exactly how to get to your shelter, is what they would tell me. They told me how many steps to walk north of here, where to turn. And they told me to, if I run into any Border Patrol agent, to say that I'm a minor, that, I ha that I'm underage, that, that I'm going to run into a building, a shelter, a Walmart type of shelter that's going to have food for me, that's going to have laundry services for me. And it would get so suspicious because the kids were being told by the coyotes exactly the way an NGO runs a Walmart shelter. And it gets you thinking, how the hell do coyotes know the system on this side, you know? Because they're supposedly only on the Mexico side and they're not from the U.S., these coyotes, and they're not government employees. So how do they know what to expect in the shelter? From government it's employees. Insane. And the other insane part is these Walmart shelters also have babies. I've escorted myself. I can personally myself say, I picked up a baby that's five months old, eight months old, four months old, uh -oh. and escorted them to a sponsor. And how the hell do you realize who a sponsor is for this child when they can't even talk? That's the 84 fucking thousand dollar question. That's from Redacted News, September of 2023. Go check it out for the entire video. It'll fuck you around, man. If you give if you give a fuck, it'll fuck you around. All right, let the fucks get the fuck back there. They gotta take him on a plane. They get on a plane. They got some carrier that comes and meets them, meets up with the kid, and half the time they're not even the right carrier to take him away. So, uh, plenty of people have called in and been like, fucking, uh, you know, hey, the, this wasn't the kid that we ordered, and the kid ends up staying with them anyway. Uh, parents are wondering where the fuck their kids are, while America just plays the old, you know, hey, let's just throw them out for mm -hmm. general labor, and we don't have yeah, to get back to the parents. We don't have to make solidified connections. We don't have to make sure that money. these kids are fucking safe. And, and you know, you, but everybody's worried about Amber Turd Burglar and Johnny Depp's bullshit. Or, you know, yeah. whatever the newest fucking Illuminati-soaked bullshit is, you know? And it's like, you can see how Satan's making his, his final run to manifest himself flesh into this world. And, you know, you got these guys killing kids for the holidays in Israel and Gaza and it's like 
And that's where half my team is right now is in is Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene are in Israel right now. The Baron is with Esmeralda on the Mississippi River guarding the fucking thing. You see what I'm saying? Well, I, I, uh, yeah, definitely. I just, I, you know, it sucks when it does, it comes out, the holidays, it, it just, it, any holiday, any, especially now, that's all, holidays are just, you know, cash corrupt anyway nowadays. They're just about. putting you in a position where you'll oh, have no. to just do the inevitable. Yeah, but, you know, and that's the thing, and everybody, and just all this shit skyrockets, you know, like, that, the last three days, that's all I've seen on the news, the big stories are all these kids that are getting shot and killed, and, you know, up in, in locally. And, you know, and they're not with their parents. They're, you know, they're under somebody else's custody at the time. And, you know, the people are just, it's, 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 it's disgusting. I listened to three yeah. hours of this kid talking about how kids were like, oh, well, we're delivering these kids to L.A. I can't wait to party that night because they, they get to stay yeah. overnight before they come back to work the next day on another airplane. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's... <laughs> It that's it's just evil at its height. Right. You like, know, you it's change. evil at the I'm height. On the road, it don't huh? This is just like you know, checking a piece of chewing gum on the road. It don't matter. You know, I don't care. Oh I'll yeah. Next. No, people yeah. don't care until it's happening to them. Yeah. They usually don't. They won't take a notice until it's happening to their family. God fucking forbid. You know, yeah. God for fucking bitch. Yeah, it doesn't matter, matter if it's a friend, yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a friend. It's like it's got to tell it's a family, something close that means something, you know? Yep. And, you know, it's been like this for a long yeah. time. And things have been the same, and the evil and the axis of evil has been overweighing that of, go- of good for a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you and I have seen it in people that we've, even been around and stuff and how corrupted they, how easy the corruption gets into these like gutter punk motherfuckers, even that we were with and shit. Well, and it's, it's, cause it's, 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 it's easily manipulated or they, you know, those, those people, and I can't say those people, those are like ourselves. Right. We're, ilk. Were or are. When you're ilk, when part of your ilk and your tribe sours, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And when the when the little bit of the ground mm-hmm. sours, the, pretty much the whole thing's fucking ruined, you know. Go ahead. You're really just on your own in the end, you know. And you got you yeah, got so some you people that give a fuck like try. you, but you know, you're left with yourself. Yeah, you and I'm going to tell people that as their doctor too. Hey, tsh, hate to break it to you, but you know this is the reality of shit. You have to be your own doctor. Hmm. I'm going to tell you as your doctor that you can be your own doctor and that you can take care of yourself and that you can control your mental capacities. And I know it doesn't feel like you can, especially younger people listening to old ass assholes like us right now, by chance, if you are, you know, but, uh, you know, and I get it. We were young once, bro. Uh, and you know, even though you may think it would, oh, you guys had it easier back then. Bullshit. And sometimes you guys make fun of us too and call, call us edge lords. Is that the word they, (laughs) yeah. Is that the word these kids, edge lords, hemorrhage farms remembers. 
<laughs> edge lords with their edge lord stuff. And, you know, and it ain't like they ain't got it rough either. I mean, it's it's the same. It's just a different style of fucking oh, mentality. I, man. But you know what? They don't have you know? they don't have too many people repping from Generation X. And then the people that are from Generation X that are the clean versions of us that went into teaching and lawyer and da 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 da, and yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're our age. They're our age, and you can see they don't give a shit. They don't give nope. a shit, bro. They don't. Well, they, That's well, why fucking our phones. motherfucker. If I was running the school district, I'd be like, "Yo, kids, you want to fucking." compose your music into a hip-hop song for and sing about fucking you know the history they're making you lie about anyway at least let's have fun about it well you know you don't flow with it right now yeah you fucking you fucking lie about everything they're lying we know and you know and you can't do this you can't do that you gotta walk a fucking and half the people i know that are in the teaching and i do know of a lot of people that are in elementary school teaching right now and you know what Chewy they're all taking like heart medicine and shit you know why because they're not in it for the kids it stresses them out they're looking at it like it's a job and it is a fucking job but that's not how you should look at humans you know and and their growth development and what they fucking need to sustain bro they're going to be pushing your fucking wheelchair if you're blessed and you took care of some when they were kids, and you're by the time you're old, they'll take care of you, right? Well, for sure. I mean, that seems to be the net, but you know, you yeah, see people yeah, are yeah, you see yeah, people our age in profession. Yeah, yeah, for sure, but it's different. Uh, yeah, I, that was I. I didn't come out so sarcastic as I meant to. Well, I, I get it. You, I got it. I got it. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, no, I mean, I just meant taking care of us when we're old. I was like trying to be a little more sarcastic. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Just, but, I don't think I tried on that level yet, man. I'm trying. Make it up for the last time, maybe. No, well, you know, fucking, I think that... You know, you know like, it's like those, uh, what are they, the Dear Me, the Dear Me things they did back a while on Facebook or, or on, sorry, on YouTube or whatever. The teachers are out talking to them in their future self and, oh, it's not going to be that bad in school when you had your period or whatever the fuck they say, you know, and it's like, so they watch it a month later and then they're like, that's about, see, I'm telling myself in the future, fucking bullshit. You know what? Yeah. So it don't work that way in life, man. It, 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 it like jumps out at you like a fucking freight train. Nope. Uh, Many times. People don't <laughs> understand how important children are, man. Oh, they are. We've learned since we were Fucking teeny knee-handed nickels. Children are the future. Yeah, they wrote a song about it. It's fucking true. It's just our fucking, the adult society has given up on our children, and they're making it for themselves still. They don't give a fuck about our kids with technology. They don't give a fuck. It's about fucking money and greed. Nobody's making better technology to help our children. It's fucking destroying Not yet. Them. Not yet. We do get a thousand years yeah, That's what they're trying to change, well, my boss says we get a thousand years of peace here, man. This fucking portal supposed to create a global child protection seal, and well, and it yeah, has. That, it, as far as I'm yeah, concerned, that, that it's sense. exposed to everybody. That's been the head nerves. Maxwell, fucking well, Epstein. 
the fucking Royal British Army, Disney. Fucking, you know, fucking. there's politics. You got fucking, the Clintons have been exposed without being busted, but they've still been exposed. You'll ask anybody. Fucking <laughs> Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks. You've had oh, several no. people oh, fucking come forward since. You've, listen, dude. You've had several people come forward since the portal. Uh, that investigator guy who just wouldn't let up. Uh, uh, Cappy. Isaac Cappy, the, uh, he was the uh, actor guy who was in a few movies, and then he was friends with Seth Green, the guy who did Robot Chicken, and Seth, he, yeah. he says it. Seth Green was like, no, we fuck kids around here, but he, he called him Chicken. And he said, no, oh, really? we, we, all like chick, we all like chicken around here, and Isaac Cappy was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he goes, we all fuck kids. Oh, he, he, called, uh, he, he blew whistle on Seth Green? Yeah, and and then uh, oh yeah, you, you guys should go back and do the investigation too. This happened. Julian Assange, wow. his his WikiLinks connection, yeah, that connects yeah. to Chris Conley, or is that was his name from Soundgarden, and then uh, Abner yeah, Abner Abner Peddington, or well, I want to say he didn't even. Uh, didn't I can't think of the other guy from. Didn't somebody out of Alice from Change? Huh? That was about animals. No, it wasn't about animals. They were about to pull the... Nope, they had a video of fucking that dude from Lincoln Park, and they realized that his his real dad was fucking the Clinton administration's fucking uh, Podesta. And and they got oh. Podesta abusing him in a shower with the, cat, with the curtain pulled back when he was eight. They do... Uh, and they were getting okay, ready to I release. No, dude. No. Listen, listen. Can I finish what I'm saying? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> thank you. Uh, no, dude. They were. They had the collected fucking evidence. They were taking it. They were going to start. Uh, they were going to submit a bunch of evidence, man. And I, I thought even Julian Assange was connected to that. Because Julian Assange, if you look at the beginning of 2000, January 19, uh, the FBI and the CIA both invaded what they said was Af Afghanistan uh, or uh, Argentinian. Yeah, it was, Ar it was in Argentina, I thought. It was in Argentina and at the, at the consulate where they had Julian Assange fucking buried up like they had him protected and U.S. Uh, military still had him extradited to America and then the last thing you ever heard about it and no one gave a fuck after that was Julian Assange's uh, dad saying, where's my son? And then that was it. Oh. And then that guy from Soundgarden and... Uh, I thought his name was like I can't remember what his foot. You guys can go look it up. I call him Abner Peddington. I know that's not right, but uh, he, uh, that guy, the lead singer from Lincoln Park, he's John Podesta's kid. He was abusing him, or or he had. They look alike, dude. If you if you put their faces up together, oh holy shit, dude, it's fucked. I mean, you know. It's obviously it's his kid. 
and he totally is abusing him in the shower, man. And they had the video, and wow. I, and that, and then all of a sudden, they're in a double suicide together. Yeah, right, motherfucker. All right, guys, what's up? I'm gonna stop right here, and I'm gonna put this sample in. I got this from uh, Esteban Herdez off of YouTube. Don't care what you think about it. This is Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell were helping to expose this when they were killed. Now, when you look at Chester Bennington, which I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm not a Lincoln Park fan. It's not even relevant. What it's relevant is that these two people, artists, were collaborating with other artists to help get kids, primarily uh, prostitution kids, off the streets uh, that were working during the day, so they weren't harassed by the cops at night, uh, particularly in Bangkok. But Chester Bennington was also being, he was, a, he was a very explosive cat, you know, he was on drugs and just a lot of shit, but he also came from like a, a crazy upbringing, you guys can go back and do the research on it, and Chris Cornell, I don't know as much about, what I do know about these two guys is that they were brave, according to the story, that I believe. And I've been hearing it for a while, and it came out in 2019, and then it fucking disappeared. It's up to you guys. Even the fucking 10 people I got listening to this fucking show left need to care about this shit and need to spread it and talk to other people about it. The funny shows I do, that's not what this is, okay? And for Fox 13 in Salt Lake City to come up to my buddy Chewy here, and fucking harass him about fucking Tim Ballard, who's a fucking obvious decoy sitting in an actual organization that is busting their ass to find these kids and playing fucking spy games is fucking retarded. Anyway, I want to play the sample out of here, okay? And I want you to fucking hear this shit, seriously, because it's important. Basically rented a whole hotel took these girls to this hotel, impregnated them, and the babies were then taken to have their or organs harvested. Can you imagine the depth of depravity that it takes to, to take a, a, a poor child in an orphanage who's already lost their parents or already been abandoned, to then take them to a place of being raped, to then see that same child bear a child? And fi maybe finally feeling like, gosh, I've accomplished something. I I've he here's offspring you know, of, of my womb. It's only then to have that child ripped away to be harvested. And you've got rich people and the, the Emirates and Turkey and other countries of affluence, and, and they've got a dying child. They don't care about the, the child in a poor, developing world. All they care about is they want to save the life of their child. They don't care how that heart, how that liver, how that kidney comes. All they care about is their child. And there's men who are willing to facilitate that. It's warped. No one is immune. Women, children, boys, Southeast Asia, Indian subcontinent, Latin America, Eastern Europe. It's 5 a.m. in Patpong. 
one of Bangkok's prostitution districts. Uh, this bar beside me here has a, a rather offensive name, but the truth is that everything that goes on on this street and many like it in Bangkok is truly offensive. There's 50 girls at yeah, yeah, 6 yeah. in the morning? Yes, sir. But now happy hour. Happy hour, the first door. Don't have the door open. One of the things that really gets to me personally is uh, a lot of these girls have numbers pinned to their chest where a client would then pick out a girl by, by a number. They don't have a name, they don't have a history, they don't have a family. They're simply a number. They're, they're a piece of meat uh, to be put on display and uh, chosen for butchering. It's a little after uh, 7 in the morning and uh, the girls are still working out on the streets. It's a little early to be working this morning, isn't it? Yeah, because in the night time the police are snatching the girls. Touching. Oh, touching. They abuse the girls. So you like to work the daytime to avoid the police. My mother sold me for about 300 baht back in the house. The scars run deep, and it takes a loving home to be able to help mend some of those wounds. In a lot of these countries we work in, these kids graduate or age out of these institutional orphanages, often corrupt institutional orphanages, where even the directors will call the traffickers and let them know when certain kids are being released. I'm now involved in a campaign to traffic musicians <coughs> and their fans to jam up child trafficking around the world while also jamming to to make a difference. Then it fell off the fucking map. Where is it? You know? Zach Wild, Ozzy, Kiss, fucking Dave Mustang, Lemmy. Donated to us by Dave Matthews. He signed it. He's put some pretty incredible. Listen to this line, y'all. Listen. Because he believes in this cause and he believes that this instrument can be an instrument of change. Just a stroke of a pen can break the chains of slavery for a child. You heard it? What are you going to do about it, man? There's few things on this planet that elicit you know, such a passionate response in people than you know, the, the music they identify with and, and the causes they identify with and to marry those together there's power in that
I'll tell you one thing, and you guys can go look that up again. It's called Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell were killed over this video. And I think that's one of the things Chester Bennington was killed over. I'm going to actually do a show about it. And even though I'm not a, I don't care about the Linkin Park music. I'm not saying that I really give a fuck, you know, but I do care about what happened to Chester Bennington according to the story and I care about what he was doing to uncover uh, human trafficking and he was a real motherfucker okay as far as I'm concerned we are all artists I don't have to like everybody's art but I respect all artists you see what I'm saying and if it's got a heart in it what they're doing uh, I'm always going to be on board it all right, let's get the fuck back to the show, dude. Damn fucking shame, motherfucker. There is nobody that is immune and out of the grip of this evil. We'll be right back, motherfucker. Don't fuck around. Starring Richard Benjamin, James Coco, Scatman Crothers, Ruth Gordon, Cloris Leachman, Cleavon Little, Roddy McDowell, Robert Morley, Richard Mulligan, Tony Rattle with Duke Benedict. Also starring Willie Ames, Stephanie Pharisee, Stephen First, Richard Madger. Special appearances by Meat Loaf, Pat McCormick, Vincent Price, Avery Schreiber, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Liz Torres, Carol Wayne. Scavenger Hunt. A race for $200 million. Rated PG. We now return. Let's finish this fucker out, dude. Hey, don't laugh at me. What'd I say? <laughs> Dicks. Yeah, maybe that's what, maybe I just got, the, not awesome, okay, maybe it was just, a, maybe that's what I was told or heard. Well, well, yeah, no, I'm sure you did hear that, and you can imagine how many lies have been told to cover up the obvious, you know, reality of it, but there's been, the portal has moved the hearts of many people who want to protect children, and so far, they've all been taken out, you know, and that's, hey, the old man, my boss, People can blame him all. Well, why would God? Why would a God let that happen? He's he's watching these people fight for what's right. We got to use it through our free will, guys. And if you don't buy well, that, you if you don't buy that, I don't. You know, whatever, dude. I'm not selling it. You know, yeah. I'm not trying not, to fucking sell it. It's just like you can't see what's look. You can't look around and kids. There are good guys like me and Chewy who care about younger people because. We were those younger people that got ignored by other younger people, by older people, by everybody, <laughs> you know? It's like, I'm not going to preach to these younger people, but, you know, to these younger people who are helping people, older people, human traffic for money, you need to stop. You need to listen to what I'm saying, and if you know a friend that's doing it or whatever, you pass that fucking word along and you tell them to stop now. Because that's who's human trafficking. Half the people that are human trafficking are kids that are working for adults 
that are hired because it's easier to send a kid out to go get them than it is an adult to go get them. Yeah. Well, you know, and so no one talks about it like that, but that's the reality of it. That's the reality of it. You know, it is, it is. You know, using kids and kids that have conscious decisions, man, you guys got to stop, take a breath, fucking realize you don't want to do this shit. Turn those motherfuckers in or something. But you know, you you yeah. gotta you gotta admit, they're if they're working for these high powered fucking power slave motherfuckers, chances are they're not gonna make it out of there anyway. Cause these guys don't yeah. care. they're just labor and as soon as they're useless, hey, they're in a ditch too. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's well, it's disgusting. But you were saying uh, a while back, you you were saying that we got the portal's got a thousand years for children for peace, right? Is that what you said? Yep, coming up like I can't say a date. I'm not a prophet, dude. No, no, no. I was just saying that that's what you'd say. I do that, go right? by Saint John Divine Revelation in the King James Bible, though. If anybody wants to fucking just, know about I, it, yeah. And I just say just out of you know a little. I just I, don't look know, at it like the Seth. Look, the Sethite Christians like. Oh, there's a rapture, and you know they think people are going to disappear while they're fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know, that's not. I'm a Gnostic man. I don't even go close to no. that imagery. But I'll tell you this: if my boss, my dad, if he wants to do it that way, he will, and I ain't got a problem with it. But I'll tell you what: I ain't buying it. I've been working for him for 19 years. I ain't never heard him talk that way. And and yeah. I, he's upset. But people don't look at the reality of it, you know, and they don't ever ask him how he's doing. They don't even want to be friends with him. They think he's imaginary. They don't have even time to even think about that shit. Their minds are so wrapped up in Satan's fucking like anything of the world, man. You know, if you can see it, fucking fuck it, feel it, touch it, you know, eat it. (laughs) You know, that's that's where people find their tangibilities. And that's where the, well, you're going to get mental illness out of that shit. You know? And that's why you're going to have to have new doctors like me who actually know about it and understand spirituality. And my son, he's he's a preacher. He's an evangelistic preacher, but I don't get down with him. He judges people. And, you know, I always call these guys gatekeepers. They're in the industry, too. Like in cartooning, for example. You know, you got these guys who have been around for a long time. I could be a gatekeeper, but I won't. I I help people get in. I don't want to go back. I don't necessarily, as far as making it, I already made it. You know what I mean? But you'll always have these guys who are gatekeepers who will, if you don't do it their way or get on their good side, you ain't getting in. And that's kind of how the Sethite Christians or any of these maritime According to the OTO and how they're described, they're part of Maritime Banking Association. They're part of the National Reserve of Banking. Every goddamn uh, church that there is, that's why they call them denominations, because it's like a 20 a $50, a $100 bill, a $5 bill, a $1, you know, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. They're just parts of, like, tax write-offs using the information that I know about to be legitified and misconstruing it and pushing good people away from the Holy spirit. 
And, you know, that shit's got to come to an end. Yeah. It's got to come to a fucking end. It's not mature. It doesn't run with the grain of the rest of the fucking universe. I'm not a fucking hippie, but I do want love in my life. You know? Oh, yeah. I want, I, you know, and you're not just living off this gold coin shit. And I'm just sick of everybody's fucking attitude about, like, precious physical gold. It's like, fuck your physical gold. You you only give a fuck about that because you were engineered to give a fuck about that. You know? You, were, you only care about it because, you know, that's how God's kids fucked us over. And that's what you'll talk about to a, a one of these religious assholes. And they'll be like, well, his kids are the ones that fucked him over. And then by fucking him over, fucked us over. And they're, they're not going to buy it. But that's the reality of it. They yeah. were they were yeah, his kids. They were his kids. They made a pact. That's why they cut the Book of Enoch out of the fucking Bible. That's why they push mm-hmm. like people who have good hearts, and you know they maybe they want to listen to heavy metal. Maybe they want to draw some underground fucked up Mike Diana shit. Maybe they want to fucking <laughs> do whatever. You know, Got, my boss yeah. isn't against that. He's against these guys trying to tell you that if you don't do it their way, you'll go to hell. And every fucking religion says it the same thing. Nope, you have to do it this way or you will go to hell. There you go, wherever, you know, that religion says. And my boss is just so sick of this shit. Our boss, he's sick of this shit. Uh, He's got PTSD, man. People don't ever, oh, what do you mean God's got PTSD? What do you think, dude? He's got Gosh. he's got the highest resolution of schizophrenia. What do you think you are? You're one of his personalities. Yeah. You know? What do you think? Shit happens when fucking, when fucking, the waves start crashing into the fucking, into the fucking, you know, on the beaches, crashing into the fucking cities. That's his PTSD. That's his rage. You know, and it was you know, like, I did follow black professors like, Dr. Xavier York, respectful, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, professors that uh, uh, Dr. Joseph Ben and, and Xavier York for a long York, time. Yeah. And they, you know, I followed through a lot of the translations from uh, ancient hieroglyphics off the side of, you know, uh, monuments going into Peru, Egypt, you know, these guys went all over the place, Ethiopia, uh, you know. And a lot of that's more based on the Gnostic end. And it goes into the relation of how I saw my boss. And for anybody who would be like, you know, thinking that the church is morbid in the way that it carries itself out or evil, you're not wrong. But don't think that's the end. See, that's where everybody gets tricked. They're like, well, oh, God doesn't exist then. Because fucking, you know, these guys misrepresented, and you know, well, you know, you can't trust man. They're contaminated, dude. And when you take two separate DNAs from two separate beings that the Creator did make, and make one being that the Creator did not make out of it, which is us, that's why he had to come as both man and woman. To know how we felt, and if you think he just came as uh, 
you know, Jesus or whatever you want to call him, Yeshua. Everybody's got a yes, yeah. Like I'm, I'm cool. Right? He, he says, consider the lilies of the field. You know, mm-hmm. or you got the other one, a rose by any other name. And I go by the saying of what Ruth did: if love is your God, then we both have the same God. Yeah, and that's it. You know, that's just Jehovah. God sent a Jehovah Witness over yeah. to the farm the other day. This little old man, he looked like Ed Leeskallen, who made Coral Castle in Florida, which is a totally separate story. But he looks like this little tiny Lithuanian guy, you know, with a cool jazz style. And he comes up mm-hmm. supporting his little Jehovah walk. <coughs> and he's like, you know, he goes, you know what I am, though, right? And I'm like, yeah, you're a dude. <laughs> you're a dude. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> what, what do you want me to tell yeah, you, man? Yeah. You ain't nothing but. And, right. you know, he goes, no, I'm a Jehovah Witness. And da 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 da. And I was like, that's okay. I, I've come to learn that the Creator. The one that I work for has put people on many, many, many different paths in life from witchcraft to, you know, you name it, man. And, uh, and I've seen it and, uh, and he goes, it does feel strange out here, huh? And I was like, well, you live on a ley line (laughs) and it's coming right out of the Bermuda triangle. And during the winter I said, wraiths are around and he goes, what's a wraith? I was like, they're shadow spirits. And I said, and then when the, and that's when the moon is waning through the winter months. And that's when they'll appear when the moon shows up early in the morning. And then at night, you know, when it's waxing, you know, not so much, you'll see these white kind of vapor guys. Uh, but, um, you know, and during the summer, you remember the fairies, dude, you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I told him about the fairies. He was like, huh. Because Jehovah Witness don't even know how to compute that shit when you start talking that way. No, no, no. They're so used to a, oh, well, a a singular kind of locked-in conversation. But that's how you make religious people leave. You start talking about things that aren't religious. Yeah. And they'll be like, okay, all right. Well, good luck to you. Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, you you get these, you know, the, the ones that come the house, you know, they come to the house to talk and not looking to recruit, I mean, not like, you know, missionary style. Sometimes and, uh, they're cool. You know, and, and some of them will listen. And they, you know, and then they're, they're like, really? Tell me about that. Yeah, because that's, that's why they're there. And that's how, yeah, and that's, that's exactly. Yep. And that's showing that we're all the same and everybody can figure it out no matter what. You know, <laughs> no matter, I can't wait you do, man. Just you know, there, you can, that's all that matters. It's, it's plain simple. Don't hang you. Know, don't don't let people fucking just roll over on you. No, don't do it. They want to. They yeah. they want they want to, and most of the time it's because they can't even come up with no ideas about shit. Yeah. Exactly. You know they're fucking they're bored. Yeah. They just. Mischief. Need mischief. Yeah. They need mischief. Yeah. They need to get into this fucking... And I think most of the time when people are just money and da-da-da-da and this and that and all this shit, I think it's the search for identity. 
you know, more than anything. Yeah. And, uh... You value, you know, value of life, you know, how big your, you know, your, your bank statement is instead, you know? You know, but that, you know... And see, here's the thing. I'm, I'm not opposed to ego when it comes to identity if you're doing it right. You know, no, if, it, if you're being, machine. if you're being healthy and be like, Hey, I got this. That's a form of ego, but that's a positive. A positive. That's a positive. Yeah. And it's like, don't just lump ego into this thing being like all negative. Just look at what, with a moral inside individuality, you know, that you possess exactly. to look exactly. at it and be like, Hey, you know, I can change this thing. I can do this thing. I have the ability. That's magic. It's within you, yeah. dude. It is. And that's what more, more, more of the younger generation that are looking for help, they need to understand. They need to try and find that for themselves. It, it is in you. I believe in these kids. I believe in them. No, I do. I do. My son, you know, like I, I could be a prouder father, man. You know, things he does. Blows my fucking skirt up, dude. I just fucking am blown away by him. And the intelligence and things that they are, and, you know, I'm glad that the education system's a lot better than what we had. It's like you were talking, we were talking about history earlier, you know, and they, I don't know how many times the things we learned in our history books in school was redacted, and it's like, oh, that, that's not actually true now. And it's not. And that's what was burned into our brains from writing reports and all these things. It's not how things went down. It was the way that the government had to go down in America for us, you know, and shit finally started coming out. And it was like, at least now, you know, these children are in a tra more transparent society. And, it, and it's good because it's giving them the right information and the better knowledge. Yeah, I and agree. They're, they're out they're outshining. And that's great. And they're, for the most part, they're, they're more, uh, I don't know quite how the word to put it, but, you know, they're, they're more acceptable to helping children are back to helping their elders respecting you know our, our generation we kind of were that great with for our elders you know we didn't have that you know treat your elders with utmost respect shit i'll do that. i'll admit it you know we were kind of spoiled not like by money or anything but we were spoiled like fuck our parents i'm not sure how to fix a vcr <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. How were how were you as an individual around elders when you were a kid? I was I was raised to be be respectful to motherfuckers. If I wasn't, I got a belt. Did you like to hang out with old people outside that? Um, I you know what I I did. I always I because I, I grew up though when I was when I was younger. I was growing up, but I was out. I was out in the woods. I, I grew up with you know my dad's a. You know, an expert that was about the mountains and showing me how to live off the mountains and the land and respect the wildlife. And, you know, as we hunted, you always gave thanks for giving me food and you ate everything you hunted. And that, so I was raised kind of that way. Yeah. You know, and then coming up, my, of course, you know, teenage years, I started, you know, and then, of course, that's when you get into the old, you know, skate punk and gutter punk. And, you know, we, like, what I was trying to say is that, you know, our parents back in the joke was our parents can't set the VCR. Instead of set for him, we'd say buy a DVD player, right? Yeah. We snap to the show that learns how to, how to, you know, get the, get the virus off their computer. So, you know, at least that's kind of, at least they're coming around or not. We were, we were kind of, kind of dicks, you know? 
Yeah, I was always nice to. I was always. I always liked hanging out with elders, man. I did too, because they taught you shit. You live. They had shit to teach you. But I, I, I know what it was like to be a dick on this other end too, to people that I really didn't want to be. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You know, that's but that's why I think it's a good thing about our like our generations that are coming up behind us. That I think, I, I think that when my son is my age, his children are going to be right there with it. You know what I mean? I think it's coming back around. I said a thousand years of peace and that works perfect because they say that Nostradamus says that the world ends at 37, 48, I think. So that's a thousand years of peace right there. And then everything's utopia. And that's why that world ends. It's going to be hopefully utopia kind of shit, you know, where it's just fucking finally fine. I hope. I will. I don't know what I don't know how it's going to go down, Chewy. But I know. No, I don't know me either. You know, and I work for him, yeah. and I still don't. Well, I, you know. I'm not sure he knows. You know, you still have to see what the fuck we do. Nope. I'm just gonna. I'm always on. I'm always on call. I'm like that mortician guy who's just on call, like 24. Man, <laughs> the you guy know? driving the meat wagon. Yep. <laughs> as, as soon as he needs me, man. You're the, cor- you're the coroner, man. You're just driving around picking them up. If he needs me, I'm there. Yep. Even if it's like things that I'm like... It's a dirty job, but somebody has to do it. Even if it's things that I don't understand, hey, man, you know, he hasn't asked me to hurt no one. All he's, all no, he, all he's trying to do is put together what he needs to happen in, you know... the book. The number of the spiritual that are left here right now that's in Enoch is 10,000. Not 144,000. It's 10,000. Yeah. That's out of 8 billion, y'all. Come on, man. Who's got it in them? Who's got, a, who's got it in them to see the light like in its raw form? Who has, who has this in them to do this thing? Uh, you know, yeah. I, want, I want... If they hear it, you know, man... And this mustard seed gets out there. Don't forget, you know, the boss uses that as a parable. And it is. It's a plant. And it ends up coming about nine feet tall as a tree even. But, you know, uh, it's the mustard plant. But that thing, you know, and I'm not even a mustard fan. I I don't even eat mustard. (laughs) That's not relevant. Uh, What's relevant is that this tiny little seed represents your faith in this big world of like you know loud sounds and do this and do that and body shame and this kind of thing and fraud and you know slavery and on and on and on and on and on and you're and that little tiny mustard seed stands against this gigantic mountain of shit but that's what he says he says and the mustard seed is your faith and with it it will move a mountain and you will say move mountain and it will move and it will move for you. And that's mm. that and that's that's deep shit, you know. They don't talk like that. Yeah. You know, they'll drop it in church, but you know, who in whose house are they are they talking this shit in? Cuz the last time I looked, right. that's the antichrist joint. That shit ran by fucking HP Lovecraft and company, you know. Yeah. And uh, and the one I work for is love. So which one's going to win? You tell me. I already know who wins. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to know. Mm. Except through God, how this thing ends. I just need to know how it ends. Doesn't mean he doesn't need the help with it in between. 
and your actions are what counts, guys. You know, this is it. <laughs> Look around, dude. <laughs> you want a fucking New Year? <laughs> you want a fucking other Joe Biden stipend check? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Come on, dude. Well, everybody, I, uh, I just realized what time I got here. I got to cut off from you. I hate to cut it short with you. Well, we got a good I show out of it, and I'm glad to have you tonight. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Yeah, turn seven. I had to run over and get money down in the bank. Yeah, no, that definitely, man. That was a good one. It's good talk. Like I said, you know, shit people should hear. Yep. Thanks for being on the show tonight, bro. And uh, uh, go take care of your yeah, shit. Yeah. Oh, well, tomorrow's Christmas Eve, so you're probably busy. Uh, you yeah, know, whatever. Give me a call after Christmas. Give me a call after your Christmas or Christmas Day. Let me know how it goes. You got it, boss. I'll talk to you then. Yeah, brother, I love you, man. Love you, too. Late. Yeah, All right. Here's an important fact coming in. Top secret. It says, Trump is a douche. I got to take it now to the toilet, in which I will properly defecate it on in front of the U.N. consulate. Specifically in front of Nambla. After we fucking stick him in a fucking Ghostbuster containment unit. And stick these pieces of shit in the middle of the Mariana Trench. And fuck Trump supporters who fucking don't fucking take support of the fact that he didn't do shit that he said he was going to do. Motherfucker couldn't even build a wall. Okay? Couldn't wait to fucking get the fuck on that. Just the one segment though, right? Where all the human trafficking's coming out of, you know? Don't think he's not doing it, man. It didn't surprise me either to find out that fucking Tim Ballard is a fucking poser. Especially after I saw the fourth episode of fucking Sounds of Freedom with Jim Cavell or whatever his fucking name is and... Trump sitting there like his shit don't stink. Whatever happened to that investigation, Mr. Trump, on Hillary Clinton and Anthony Weiner's fucking BlackBerry backup that you let? Or the 5,600 fucking cases of pedophilism that came out of our own Pentagon? That's not a conspiracy theory. That's reality. The FBI fucking only investigated 1,200 and let the rest go. Now that's doing your job, America. Uh, guys are fucked and soon to be busted. Meanwhile, I'm talking to my buddy Walker Wham, who made a comment the other day. I'm not looking forward to 25. Well, why is that? Oh, that's when the aliens are going to be showing up. Oh, yeah? Let it be spoken from the mouths of babes. Anyway, guys, 206-666-5847, you got a story? Give me a fucking call, man. If it's interesting, I'll fucking take care of it, dude. I'll handle it. You've been listening to Rackets with Chewy on Adam Air MD. Hold on a second. GED Autograph Cartoon Therapy Episode 36528 Point B <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, dude. And make sure you are nice to elders right now. And, uh, support any elder charity that is local in your neighborhood. That's important. All right. Like.